Welcome to a bonus episode of The Daily Win, a show giving fuel to leaders like you. My name is Shay Antunes. Today, we have a special bonus episode of our show. It's part two of our interview with Fayetteville, Georgia, multi-line agent Bubba Roop. If you haven't already, before continuing to listen to this episode, I highly suggest you go back and listen to part one. With everyone working in different places right now, in offices, doing round robin, working from home, all different types of locations, we wanted to get more content out to you to hopefully provide a pleasant distraction that may also help you with your agencies as well. No, we've received a lot of positive feedback about our first four episodes, and for that, I say thank you. And if you do really love our show, please remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, Overcast, all of the major podcast platforms were there. And if you really, really love our show, please leave us a five-star review. This week, we won't have a Founders Corner segment, but we will return uh, with a new segment with Mansoor next week. But if you do have a question about the Today app or working remotely or really anything kind of agency related that you would like answered on a future show, please email us at thedailywin at todayapppro.com. Thanks again for listening today. And here's part two of our interview with Fayetteville, Georgia agent Bubba Roop. That's fantastic. Um, that's a definitely yeah, dynamic yeah. threefold threefold why for sure. Um, so so I, when when I heard you speak, um, and especially when you were talking about recruiting team members, um, you have a mantra: uh, burn burn the ships, no plan B. Um, <laughs> well, what, I, I wouldn't what does that mean? give credit if credit wasn't due. Um, my prior agent brought that up at one point in time. There was. Uh, something that was going on with, with what they were trying to achieve and uh, he stated to me that he took his team out before I even was even thought about working for him one day out in the parking lot and they burned a plastic ship and he told them about what I'm about to tell y'all um, that, that, that there's no plan B and the reason he did that is because in, back in the 1500s uh, 1519 to be exact Captain Cortez took his men uh, to Veracruz to take over the land and when they got there once they got off their ships they turned around he turned around and he told his team and his men he said to burn all the ships and they were like has he lost his mind like are you crazy like that's that's how it's i'm gonna get out of here and he said no he, he said there's no retreat there's no plan b we're not going back we're taking over this land and this is gonna this is gonna be ours and he wasn't playing around. And they literally burned the ships and they took over the land. So my motto when I come out here to open our industry, our agency was there's no plan B. There's no backup plan. My wife doesn't have a solid career somewhere making money that we can always bank on. Okay. There, there was nothing I could fall back to. I invested everything that I had and was going to give everything that I had into this and come into Fayette County and explode as much as I possibly could and invest as heavily as I could to make a difference and, and be um, productful, obviously, insure as many families' businesses as we possibly could, uh, take care of my team and, and pay them well, train them well, model them well, 
and know that there is no plan B. There's no backpedaling. There's, there's, there's no going back. There's not another option. If this doesn't work out, um, if I don't want to get up today, do I hit my alarm clock? You know, if I don't feel like it because of this customer's blowing me off or I keep getting these objections, you know, it's in my DNA. There's no plan B. There, there is no, 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 there's no excuses. There's no no for an answer. And, and I've just had that motto since we've opened. And I think it's a huge part and pinnacle of its success, the cornerstone, as in uh, why we've been as successful as we have and why I have the same two team members that have started with me since day one um, and, and where we are, where we are, where we're going to continue to grow. So uh, I think that's why. Man, that, that's fantastic. Um, and that's rare, I feel like, to have the same team that you start with here 14 months in. Um, so kind of speaking of that, you know, when you're recruiting a new team member, what are the traits that you're looking for well, when you recruit uh, a new team I member? Well, ultimately, when I, when I spoke to the team I have now, um, I asked them, what's their why? Like, you've asked me, what's my why? When You, you know, within, within a few minutes, I can read your body language pretty well. God's given me a really good sense of discernment. And I can read you, you know, what, how you respond to me, you know, and I want to see, you know, um, you know, how, how do you handle our, our interview? Do you, can, can, can you handle some tough questions I'm going to ask you? Do you, you know, do you turn red? Do you, you know, do you get a little fidgety? Do you start choking up when you're trying to talk? You know, can you handle stress? You know, and I want to know their why I want to know, a little bit about their life. I want to know a little bit about the nit and the grit. You know, I want to hear, you know, um, the things I'm asking and seeking. I don't necessarily look at a resume, right, for uh, looking for experience, looking for skill, looking for degrees, right? Those things are great accolades, but I'm looking sure. for character. I'm looking for drive. Sure. I'm looking, are you self-motivated? Do you have integrity? Do you know how to hustle? Um, and will you be honest, you know, I've always told my team, don't lie for me and don't steal from me, and I'll give you everything in the world. I'll give you all, everything I got for y'all. And I always have their back. And, and, and Peter Vu is a uh, mentor on a podcast that I listen to sometimes. He once said, dealing with stress and having a tolerance for pressure is a skill successful people are paid highly for. And I explained that to both of them. I said, if y'all can handle stress – Okay, and operate at a high level, but it's going to be highly rewarded and it's good stress. You can be comfortable while being uncomfortable. This is the right opportunity for you. And I said, if you can do that, let's make this happen. And if you can't, this isn't it. This isn't the right fit. You're not going to put a a round peg in a square hole. It's not going to work. Um, So I I did that. And I'm going to be honest. I give God all the glory for bringing me the right people. I've had to mold them. I've had to develop them. I didn't look for, do they have 10 years experience in communication? Can they type 200 words per, per minute? Uh, do they have insurance uh, background? Do they have insurance licensings already so it makes my life easy to hire them? You know, I didn't look for any of those things. You know, I look for what can I see that I can't train you? Will you show up early to work? Will you make that call at 730 at night, you know, occasionally because that's the only time that you can meet with that family to meet their insurance needs and then obviously get paid on it because that's how you get paid to take care of your family, you know? Um, so I look for those things. I ask those questions. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what do they want? Do they want money? Do they want time? Do they want benefits? Do they need days off. Do they need to be able to have a flexible schedule for things that, that matters to them? Because that's what we have as insurance agents. 
we're, you know, we're, we're, we're self-contractors, you know, we, we can do whatever we want, whatever we want to from the autonomy of most cases that, that God gives us. Right. So what do I have? I want to give that to them. So it just happens today. Today's Wednesday, Shay. So we have what's called family Wednesday. So we normally work eight 30 to six Monday through Friday and Saturdays, they rotate on Saturdays and appointments with customers. However, when I opened up, I immediately was going to eventually open up family Wednesday for myself as the agent. So I could go home to be with my family. And I felt God hit me like a daggum ton of bricks and said, no, you and your team, everybody goes home at five. There's absolutely non-negotiables what it's called. No appointments tonight. I don't care who it is, wherever it is. If it's the biggest loss in the world, you're not going to go do it. You're going home because your family is more important to me. Whatever y'all need to go do. You know, I'm no longer responsible for two, my wife and my daughter. I'm responsible for eight. Okay, I have wife, daughter, I have husband, wife and two children. I have a wife and a husband that rely on me every day. And 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 I want them to be able to go enjoy that time with their family. So it, I put that out there as well. So this month just happens to be March. Well, guess what? We have a promotion that I've put with them. If, as long as we meet that promotion, they have St. Patrick's Day off and I pay them X amount of money because they're no longer here selling insurance. The reason I do that is because, yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's not some great holiday, whatever the case may be. It's a day they can go get things done. It's not a weekend where businesses are closed, where they need to go run errands. Yep. And, 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 and I think they really appreciate that. You know, um, like, you know, we do a lot of things together, you know, uh, and that'll go into the culture here in a little bit we'll talk about. But I really want to see, are they passionate? Do they want to? Uh, Ronnie Doss once said in, in, in his book, Leading Lions, that, I, that I've read, it's incredible. Um, a Navy, he, they talked about Navy SEALs. He was talking about it in the book, and, and they asked a Navy SEAL one time, how do you rise to the occasion every single time? How do Navy SEALs always just conquer whatever they have to do? The Navy SEAL just simply responded, we don't have to rise to the occasion. We sink down to our level of training. They're already prepared. They've already handled it. So I've trained my team and developed them. And they have in their DNA because they want to. They want to show up early. They want to work hard, but they know that they're going to be rewarded for it. So whatever that looks like they're going to go through, whatever objection they're going to face, whatever uh, appointment that didn't go well or it did go well, I've built that up in them to be able to handle whatever those meetings look like, whatever those customers look like. And when that family member calls in last week and their husband passed away, can my team handle that? Or they got to they transfer it to me because they don't know how to have that conversation. No, they know how to handle it because I've prepared them for it. And it ain't just uh, showing compassion and sympathy. We're able to be there for that customer because this happened last week and be able to let them know we're here. You know, we're here. And, and, and we're able to spread the gospel with them and, and, and love on them in, in an aspect that is very genuine and unique. So, you know, I think that's pretty huge on why we are where we are. And, and they've bought in. on that and they have ownership in this my name's not on the side of this building their name is they talk to these customers like it's their customers and and i want somebody that's going to come in here and run this thing just like it's theirs and and and, and I, that's what i look for uh when i want to bring somebody on you know I, st- I don't necessarily look at all the accolades the this the that the skills the the, the degrees the, i think those things are great i'm not knocking them um but i'm looking for a lot more that you can't just coach and develop um, that you have to have inside of you. You know, it's 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 your DNA. So, 
that that's interesting so those 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 characteristics those traits that you're looking for um a lot of times they, they're not the easiest to to evaluate you know in the in the screening process when when looking to bring on a new team member do you have any any techniques or anything that you do to to like to try to discover if the well team member, i'm gonna be honest potential team member uh, has those traits if the gods give me this a sense of discernment but i think it's just simply um having some one-on-one interviews sure. you know i think a lot of these uh, my friends that are agents and peers uh we use great resources that are out there to get us resumes and and things of that nature but i really think that it's going to be a little bit about a little bit about them you got to know your ideal uh, team member that you want to bring on right when i say that i'm not knocking people that have dual incomes because mm-hmm. those are great but somebody that's got a single income that wants to work for you, mm-hmm. they probably don't have a chance to not show up, right? They got to come. They got to work. They got to make it happen, right? Or maybe if they also have some children and their single family income, you know, maybe, you know, uh, that, that, I'm looking at other areas in there that are probably going to help them want to do a little bit more because they have to. Um, but I have both here. I have one single family income, one's not. I have one that's got kids and one that's not. So I can speak from both options and, and see how they, and they both do exceedingly well, you know, exceptionally well. But I've just wanted to say there's things that you want to look for outside of just receiving a resume because you don't know what's behind that resume. Mm-hmm. You will never know what's behind that resume unless you talk to somebody. So I think, I yeah. think it's, hey, we need to get back to the, for the sure. them on the phone, right? So I would call somebody that I wanted to maybe interview at an unexpected time. I wouldn't tell them, hey, I'm calling a call. It's Tuesday, uh, March you know, uh, 17th look good for you at 10 a.m., right? I'm going to just randomly call them and see how they answer the phone. I'm going to see how, they're, how they're, 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 their language is. I'm going to see, what, you know, how they respond, you know, immediately right out of the back. You know, I want to hear their voicemail. You know, I want to hear if they don't answer. So so that look, look there's little things that will tell you a lot about that person in a matter of seconds. Um, so I think that that's really finding about who they are and, and what their why is and who they want to be a little bit about their previous life history. Um, ask them questions about where they messed up, right? Hear a little bit about their dirt. Did they learn from it? How did they overcome it? You know, are they an overcomer? You know, and I empathize with people, uh, Shay. I don't sympathize with them. I'll help anybody in the world, get, you know, overcome things, get to the sure. next level, um, whatever I can do in my ability to help you. But I'm not going to lay in the ground and cry. Okay, I'll pick you up. I'll pray with you. I'll work with you. I'll, I'll get you in connection with the right person and, and we'll make this thing happen. Um, so I think it's looking for those things, looking for the, the things that, 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 um, that they may not have. But if you see a little bit of glimmer of hope that you want to help them get there and, and they have something with a little bit with a heartbeat and a little bit of work ethic, a little bit of want to, a little bit of uh, people always said they couldn't, but they want to and, and you want to help them make that happen, you know, give them that opportunity, give them that chance. Uh, maybe it's not just all about the you know the, what their resume looks like and, and all of the experiences that they have wow that's great so with you know with with the team that you have with the with the two folks that you have right now you have a really really tight culture um a really you know tight team um and you really seem to do a great job of building that culture and really loving on your team so bubba um how, how have you gone about, like, what steps have you got taken? Like, how have you gone about? Okay, so culture that I found, um, and, and this all kind of leads from when I worked in my agency, with, or with my agent, you know, uh, it's kind of a give and take, you know, uh, the free will, the autonomy, right? You kind of give them the same lifestyle that you have. That's what they have. I'm not a micromanager. I don't have time to micromanage my team. They'll tell you that. 
I don't know a lot of times what they're doing. I can look at activity at the end of the day and they know I can look at it and see what activity to me shows results. Okay, productivity, right? Not not just the checklist off the box. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I checked my check that I did this today. No, productivity. I can see that and it shows me what they've done. They have free will to do what they need to do whenever they need to do it. Uh, we all communicate. They have autonomy. The autonomy is given, but the communication is expected. Um, so I'll tell you this much. First year in agency, right, 12 months in, uh, my team probably legitimately, and they'll tell you that straight out of the horse's mouth, they probably had anywhere between four to five weeks off, okay, off work, paid, okay, vacations, sick, emergencies, uh, three-day weekends, because I gave it to them. They earned it. They worked for it, okay. Um, They had the same thing this year. We put it on the calendar. We all work together. We're all a small business. But I want them to be able to go have that lifestyle because they they earn it and they work for it. And, and, and I want to be able to give those things to them. Monetary gifts, right? We achieve a promotion. I went on a trip for a work trip I had to go on. I brought them stuff back. You know, just little things that, that lets them know they're greatly appreciated. Uh, one of them just had an anniversary yesterday. Maybe writing them a card, giving them a little gift card to tell them to take their wife out to eat um, because we appreciate them. Right. Or, you know, hey, the, the, out of randomly just bringing them coffee, you know, from from a local coffee shop um, because you know what they like and you want to let them know, hey, I appreciate you. Um, but I think it's all about the expectation. Like, right? you know, you got to inspect what you expect. So we have meetings every morning, 830 in the morning. We meet every morning. We meet. We pray. I talk about their personal lives. What's going on? How can I help you? How's your family? And, and kind of hold another one accountable. 2020. We all have a word for 2020. Mine's punctual, okay? My wife's is driven. Carl's is peace. Megan's is being bold. And Connie is having fulfillment. And, 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 and I hold them accountable on those things. And, and it has nothing to do with production, period. But I've given them a monetary uh, item that they can get every month. On a daily five, they hold themselves accountable. That We talk about it every Friday. It's called Four Fayette Friday. How did y'all do this week? How did you do with your word? They have a five day, five things that, that they want to do personally in their lives. Read maybe a chapter of the Bible, write or a book, exercise daily, drink a half a gallon of water, spend time with a uh, quality time with their children, um, get hobbies done or laundry or, or, or whatever your to do list is done at home. Those are just things that we do in my agency and my team that I ask them, how did you do this week? And I hold them accountable on it and hold myself accountable because I want them to be their best. And their marriage, their lives, their spiritual life, their physical life, their and then if they're their best in that aspect, the insurance is going to take care of itself. They're going to take care of all the customers because they're going to they feel the greatest. They're going to be at their highest level. They're going to be excellent, you know. And just implementing that this this year, that but last year we prayed every morning. We had conversations. How's your family doing? Um, you know, and we play games when I have a referral come in. You know, they play paper, some rock, scissors to figure out whose turn it is to get the referral. You know, it's just, it's just fun. And then this year we're doing cornhole nice. upstairs at the end of the month. They're going to play cornhole for how many policies they sold and, and how many ever uh, bags make it the hole. I'm giving them a bonus on that. It's just making it fun and, and making it entertaining. Um, we had a promotion last year that, that we blew away. Um, and I told them I'd take them all to Georgia, Georgia Tech game. We're all huge Georgia fans. Go dogs. Um, and, 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 and uh, we did. I've never been to, <laughs> to, to a Georgia, Georgia Tech game, and we all went. I took them, I took their spouses, and and, uh, their, and one of them took their brother, and we had a blast. We tailgated, we went to the game. You know, uh, they're not going to go spend that amount of money on a ticket to go to a game. I know because I was in their seats. 
Why? Because they got credit cards, they got children, they got bills to pay, they got things that they'd rather spend that amount of money on. So what did I do? I bought their tickets and I took them up there and we tailgated, we had a blast, I took care of all of it, fed them and all the works, right? Instead of just giving them $300 for a bonus for a promotion that they probably would just go pay credit card debt with. Why? Because I was there. Or maybe they're going to go buy their children diapers, whatever the case may be. So it's, 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 it's putting that in your culture and letting them know they're appreciated, letting them know that they're loved, Let, going and meeting uh, coffee every Friday outside of the office, and we do a four Fayette Friday. So y'all heard me say four Fayette Friday a couple times. Four Fayette is our hashtag. And the reason we say four Fayette is a culture is because I wanted Fayette yeah. County in the local communities and, and the state of Georgia and, the, and even the United States of America that, that come down and see us. I wanted them to know what the insurance is for, not what we're against. Okay, I wanted the, the county to know to call us when there's a possible claim situation, not be concerned about their insurance going up, to call us when their cars broke down the side of the road or they're in a bad accident um, and not try to just take it to the local body shop and get it fixed just because they're concerned, right, about what, what their insurance may do and how we can help them, how it can be available for them, how we can go above and beyond for this community, get plugged into the local schools and the organizations. Uh, we got a golf tournament next week that we're partnering with a nonprofit. Um, to help raise money for, um, go to a local school's board meeting last month. And guess what? I don't just go do these things as the agent. My team goes with me, okay? We put a note on the door. Sorry, we're at this event. They have my cell phone number. Everyone in the in the whole state of Georgia has my cell phone number that needs, that needs me. Whenever they need me, I answer. <laughs> but I, we go get out of this office and we go to these events together. Why? Because I want them to have fun. I want them to network. I want them to market. I want them to see and develop them so when they need to go open their insurance agency whenever that that day comes they're they don't they're, they're just not like a blinded uh, you know going out into the wolves they've seen how i did it not just sitting in this office in these four walls working and providing insurance every day eight to five and going home you know uh we have fun together and i and i love doing this life with them um and we're all a family you know the i think a huge part of it to be honest with you is um, we all play co-ed softball together. I started it last year when we opened. I made it optional, was not mandatory. And I said, hey, do y'all want to play? And and we got us signed up at a local, uh, the uh, the rec park here. And we play tomorrow night, Thursday nights, co-ed softball. Me, both team members, my wife, um, uh, we nice. reached out, got a couple of uh, local uh, partner uh, uh, people in my neighborhood, just random people. We threw together a team. And man, what God has done on that softball field through us, we've had a blast playing but we've built further relationships. And then he's been able to make a difference in these other softball teams we play against um, because we express our faith. We pray after the game and, and and it's a lot more than just getting out there and playing ball. You know, there's a lot more to it. So I think a lot of that dials in. We go do dinners together. We go do lunches together, you know, and I really just want them to know that I love them and I appreciate them. Um, and they're the lifeblood of this agency. They're the only reason we are where we are. Oh, that, that, that's fantastic. Um, wow. <laughs> a lot to unpack there and a lot of good stuff that, that I think our listeners can, sure. really, can really take and apply to their, to their own offices. And that's part two of our conversation with Bubba Roop. 
We'll be back uh, next week on April 15th with part three of our interview with Bubba in a, a normal episode. Right now, I just hope that you, your families, and your teams are all well. Know that you're in our thoughts, you're in our prayers, and we're here for you if we can ever do anything to help you. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of The Daily Win, and I hope you have a winning day.